Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. Well, bitch talkers, we had to do an emergency bitch talk for the Oscars. <laughs> we interrupt this program. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> if, if you're totally over it, I, I'm almost over it myself, but it's going to be in the... Um, in the culture ethers probably for a very long time. So we're going to start talking about the Oscars, but we're going to start with all the positives. Um, and I'll go first. We can, you know, I'll pick, I don't know, pickleball. I know that's a thing. Can we pickleball it? <laughs> Throw the football around, you know, like popcorn it. That's what I mean. So I'll I start don't with, even know well, how popcorn, to play pickleball. Well, it's basically uh, tennis and ping pong uh but shorter like yeah the, but what does that have to oh you mean past the pickle yeah <laughs> i mean fresh as a pumpkin um <laughs> that's the phrase when i was okay I forgot you, these Sorry. things we'll learn later yes <laughs> and, and well, our reno and we I, should also say we had an episode planned to put out today because we just got back from reno but this is way too timely so you're gonna this is pressing hear, this you're is gonna pressing. hear about reno next next week reno is uh evergreen if you will so. sort of <laughs> yeah um so i'll start with uh i didn't get to see any red carpet so i have that taped i'll watch it later because i just want to see stuff um but i will start with uh the hosts amy schumer wanda sykes and regina hall i thought they were great i actually wanted more of them same uh, yes i i've been a uh, on the fence amy schumer fan for a minute but uh i think last night she was funny and she <laughs> her in the spider-man costume was hilarious but then after everything happened her comeback was awesome oh that she, i was cracking up after that yeah and she tied it into the spider-man outfit so yes. it was just like a twofer it was perfect yeah and she's just good off the cuff um and her her um, how she like her deadpan it was just it was perfect for the moment because if I couldn't imagine how tense it would have felt in that room oh. because I just felt tense in my body <laughs> so imagine hundreds of people or a thousand I don't know I don't know how feeling many. that tension if they did because they're all yeah. made of plastic I'm also I I, I also am on a whole a whole other like they're all real fucked up in the heads <laughs> well um, that but um. I thought they were great. Uh, Regina Hall pulling up all the not all, I guess, but all most of the uh, single guys in the audience was hilarious. I was like, yep, yep. Um, she forgot Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, He's not single. What? He has a Who's, girlfriend. She's not like she's not famous time famous that I know, oh, of, but he okay. was on Howard and he has a girlfriend. Oh, well, whatever. Um, I still would have picked him out of the audience. <laughs> He looked good. He was right there. He was right in front. Plum for um, the pickings. And yep. I have to say that joke about power couples and him and Maggie. I'm like, that's Angie's joke. I'm, t I'm telling you, I, I, I was like, you know, even unwittingly, we just have our finger on the pulse of what's of what's hot. You have a you finger know? on the pulse. I ha I wish I had my fingers <laughs> on, on the two, pulse. on two, two pulses. pulses. 
two pulses become one. Yeah, that's my. Um. So yeah, that's my that's my first positive. Do y'all well, want to pick anything? Well, I'm going to start right at the top. However, you feel about Beyonce, her opening oh. live at the Compton tennis courts. That was fucking dope. Like the Oscars opened as a Compton tennis courts. That's a big deal. And I thought it was dope. And I, I think bo- I was bored and I fast forward. <laughs> of course you did, because you don't like Beyonce. But I just I don't know. It was it was I thought it was a big deal. And it just, again, puts Compton and all these places on the map for people that don't really know. Um, and I do want to give a shout out. It is the first time that um, the Oscars have been led by an all black production team, Will Packer, which is interesting because of everything that ended up happening. All very interesting. Yeah. So it just it just makes it all way more complicated, I guess. But it is I, I just wanted to put it out there that this is the first time that that happened, which is a big deal. And just the whole open for me was great because it was Beyonce and then it was three comedians. And then the first presenters were her and Daniel Kaluuya, who looked so hot, both of them. And um, Ariana DeBose won and she talks about being a queer Latina. So just just off the bat, I was just real. I was all about it. The open. I was like, yep, I'm here. Good. This is cool. So far, so good. It was all about basically black excellence and POC excellence. And no, the the history history making with Beyonce. I totally get it. I didn't know it was live for a minute. I was like, I think this is live, but then it felt like it was taped. So that was a big deal. Um, I love the green um, and loved the band stuff. But, you know, I mean, Beyonce is always a huge production. I would love to see it just like I just need a little. This is this is bad. This is bad. I'm going to get hate mail. No, I don't don't always need the most from Beyonce. I think she's beautiful. I think she's got a great voice. Um, But I'm like, I I don't know. Does it always need to be the biggest and the best? Can it just be her? Well, I think your problem with her and I totally get it is that you don't see that much intimacy or authenticity what seems like to be just an authentic, just raw, pure form. It's always a Broadway. So it seems like maybe like, what are you? What, what else? are you hiding from or what do you? Yeah, I, I understand. I understand that, where you come from. Okay. Well, I mean, look, I know I'm in the minority. I always know that when I talk about Beyonce. So I just try and keep it at a minimum. Well, that's why I like to bring it up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you bitch. It's, it's important to know that there are other. And look, she's not like my favorite person in the world, but she's an amazing performer. And she's done some incredible things with her platform in terms of like her art. It's just a brand. It's a brand that I am not on board with. I don't know. I like other people. Anyway, moving on. There were yeah, a lot sorry. Of this, could a lot, this could be a this could be the dark hole be, of Beyonce. This was supposed to be our happy start. That didn't sound good. Yeah, happy. <laughs> dark, uh, dark hole. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, sorry, y'all. I mean, you're probably. I hope you're going to talk about what I want to talk about. Go ahead. Shar, well, do you Char, want to? Bring yeah, up? I want Shar to talk about something positive. Shar, we got to talk. About. Yeah, clearly, Aaron and I can't keep anything positive. I know I'm it sorry. always turns under to the, the dark, dark, side. dark rock. Okay, I'll, I'll just bring up uh, the uh, the thing I was the thing that made me smile during the broadcast, and it's just because you know I'm around kids. Was uh, the Bruno performance, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. the Encanto performance, and it's funny because. I was watching, you know, I was, I was watching the broadcast and then my mom walked into the room and John 
John Leguizamo came out and then um like she has no idea like what the hell's going on and she's I was like I was like hey it's Bruno and I like was just cracking up at myself because I know that I'm like making references so that she has no idea and she's like what are you talking about that's John Leguizamo and I'm like no it's Bruno and I'm just thinking I'm funny and then I started singing <laughs> the we don't talk about Bruno song because that's all my cousin uh, all my nephews ever do and then watching the performance was just like the colors. I mean, it reminds me of Encanto, of how beautiful the thing was. And I was like, that's, you know, it's, it was just fun. And it was like in light of everything else, like seeing a little bit of color and all like, you know, to be metaphoric or whatever, like in all the darkness, it was just kind of nice to see. Even, I mean, even the um, In Memoriam with the, you know, like it was weird I thought it was a little weird, but it was colorful, you know, for some, for trying to be, it's like the most lively, <laughs> it was like the most lively, the most memoriam. upbeat in memoriam. Yeah. I liked having all the singers. It just mm -hmm. it didn't flow. Yeah. It was just the breaks that they made. <laughs> right. Bill Murray. The, I think Bill the, Murray's very, yeah. I like seeing him. It was I think funny. the only it's, thing that I thought that was, or the thing that like took away from it is like, I was distracted by this. Yeah, that's what we were saying uh -huh. when we were with our neighbor, Shar. Like we were like, oh, but we're I can't I can't read all. I mean, right. Like, like they would go they would go pan out like it's one yes. thing if you had like I don't know if it if it would work to have like a, a two screen or a two shot or something of being able to see the singers right. and see a larger picture. But when they would pan away from you, know, like they would do some of the. Uh, rolling full screen of of the honorees and then it, and then they would go pan out and then you're like well, who's back there and, yeah. and so but I, I mean like the music was a little bit more different than what we're used to you know I guess it was not so solemn but I don't know maybe it should have been I have no idea but I but I like that they kind of did something different because every in memoriam is sad as fuck and right. you're just sitting there like oh so I get this it's like more of a celebration of life maybe right but I was like well what's the focus the music or the people that died <laughs> so what do you want me to the, the focus is the puppy I mean let's be well, honest I was like now we have curious. a puppy right, <laughs> right. And that's the, that's just like the dogs make everything better. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. And then I was not paying Pets. attention to anything anymore. Right. I was just looking at the puppy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, to Shar's point too, about music, D nice, of course. I mean, I knew you were going to freak out. Yeah. I saw that he was going to do something and I forgot. And then when they showed him and his hat and everything, I was like, I love him so much. And then of course, Sheila E. Robert Glasper, that I loved. I'm like, they just could have had them on for the whole time because or just Sheila E. Just have Sheila E on. Sheila E and D nice. Um loved that. Uh I was gonna say I forgot we didn't mention this because we've been doing 45 film festivals uh in three months, but that our friends writing with fire was nominated in the documentary feature category. Mm -hmm. And I just want to give them a shout out. We had them on, was it Sundance or South by last year? It was one of those. I two. think it was South by, but I'm not 100% sure. But we, yeah, I was so excited. Them, we had them on. They were in India when it was kind of one of the worst parts of the pandemic. And they were basically not in hiding, but away up in the mountains somewhere at some house. That, and we had them on. And I'm just so happy that they at least had their name out there. Quest Love talked about 
all of the mm-hmm. nominees. And I thought mm-hmm. that was really sweet, but I just want to give them a shout out. And I'm so happy that they were, they were represented there. Yeah. I was excited too. And, and if you can go back and listen, it was definitely a standout interview for us. We really connected and yeah. they, were, they were really, they were really cool. Yeah. They were great. I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, like, I know we're about to just dive right into it in a second here, but I feel in a like, second, let's let it breathe. Yeah. I have another happy thing to talk about. Yes, like happy I, things. My, my thing is, is like, normally um, I, I don't usually watch the whole broadcast again after I've seen it, you know, after I've seen, if I've been able to catch the whole thing. Right. But I feel like I need to, because once everything happened, it's like, everything is like a blur to me. Like I have no recollection of like what, like I was so distracted and in a bubble of what was happening. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was in a rabbit hole of life. Of, of you know of what of what what had just transpired that like all the rest of the awards even though I was watching it and knowing what was happening I was like I really don't remember like the details of it so it's like I feel like I need to watch a whole broadcast over again. Yeah, I'm glad I was taking notes during because I didn't know what was going to happen and yeah that just overshadowed everything unfortunately. But my definitely my favorite moment of the whole awards was um, Best Supporting Actor. I didn't say this earlier, but I watched CODA right before the Academy Awards started. Like literally I started at three o'clock and it ended just, I just kind of randomly wanted to watch one of the movies at least because I hadn't seen a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And I fell in love with this movie. I cried, I laughed. It was one of those movies where as soon as you start watching it, you're you're like, oh, I like this movie. I'm gonna like it. You know, you can just tell from the beginning. I cried. I mean, and and um Troy Kotzer, who won, made me cry in this film. So um I was happy for that category because of him, but also because of um I'm gonna not say her name correctly, but you Jung Yoon. Who, oh. uh, who won Best Supporting Actress for Minari. She, she, off the bat, was adorable, talking about how um, she was yes. complaining last year that they pronounced her name wrong, and now she's going to pronounce all these names wrong. So she apologized. It was adorable. But she signed his name before she said it. And I thought that that was such a beautiful moment for her to like have put that thought into it. And then when he came up to get his award, she took it back from him because she knew he would need to sign. And then when he left, they walked arm in arm together. And it was just the sweetest overall moment maybe that I've ever seen in in Academy Awards. I just thought it was so cute and so genuine. And um, and I just love them both together. Now, I mean, I'm hoping now maybe they join forces somehow. I would like to see a buddy flick with them too, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, if someone's smart out there, they'll at least do a commercial. It was really cute. The whole thing was really cute and made me really happy. So that was I my also, happiest moment of the night. I love, thank you for bringing that up because I loved it. Too. I was crying the whole time. I'm like, I don't know what's happening, but this is <laughs> the, mo- the this is the most love right now. And uh, anyways, you need to watch Coda. I'm just saying, I'm so happy well, I watched it. And right before. I, and we have to mention that, I mean, it's been on our radar since Sundance last year. Sundance, we just 2020. Was no, it, oh, no, last oh, year. The last year, that's right. Not when we 2021. were. 2021. It's been on the radar. I don't know why we didn't 
I, I just don't know why we haven't had anyone on from there. And I think because obviously we were doing a lot of interviews, maybe we emailed them for an interview and just never heard back. I feel like it was on our list or initially. And then Marley just, Madeline. Yeah. As yeah. soon as I see her name, I would have put that on a list for sure. So it's been in our sphere for like over a year. And I'm just so happy that it, it just, it won all the things really. Mm. Um, I think they really deserve it. Granted, I haven't seen any of the, well, yes, I have. I saw some of the other films. So I'm like, yeah, fuck off. So I'm glad that they won. <laughs> I mean, I would have, I would have probably pulled a Will Smith if Licorice Pizza won anything. I would have <laughs> bitch slapped someone. So anyways, I was actually trying to, cause I know you've talked about it in the past, but I was actually trying to remember all the things you said about Licorice Pizza. But every time I see that, every, so- every time, <laughs> Sorry. every time I see it, you know, like on for anything during the Oscars. I was like, oh, that's Aaron's movie. <laughs> Not at all. And you know what? It's enjoyable. He just you'll once either of you watch it, you'll be like, I there was no need for the two um two scenes where the white guy has an Asian accent. There's just there's zero reason why he put that in there. And especially in the times that we're living in. Anyways, fuck off. Mm-hmm. Fuck off PTA. Um <clears throat> You know, one last thing about Coda is that it is, I love that it's like that little engine that could story of an end, uh, like it's a true independent film that was at Sundance that got picked up and got to do all the things, you know, like that's, it's, you know, it's kind of what, it's kind of what we do, right? It's kind of the thing that we do. It's like, you know, shining light on films that people don't won't normally see and you know like when you see something that you know like when we're in that when we see something like that happen to a film that is you know so it's so good it's it's just nice you know i was also going to say just to add um i haven't seen the eyes of tammy faye our neighbors actually have and they said it's really good um and i wanted to see it but i'm really i am happy that jessica chastain won and her speech was really heartfelt and it's um all of the folks that had to follow the incident last night. Right. I don't right. know. They got through it. I mean, props to Questlove. I'm so sorry, Questlove. That I know. But sh- I mean, her speech was so powerful in talking about suicide. And, you know, I think we've all been hit by that more recently. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's a thing. And especially in the LGBTQ community, it is. But I mean, in general, she chose that platform and I I thought that was really inspiring and she didn't have to right yeah and on the heels of inspiring women we have now officially had back-to-back women directors win right for uh for their films Chloe Zhao who we we love Love. and then um Jane Campion for Power of the Dog which I haven't seen but I'm happy to hear it I'm happy to see it the only woman face of all the nominees gets called and um, yeah, just makes me really happy. Are now we gonna, to the dark are we gonna, Yeah, now to the really, <laughs> what the fuck? I don't understand what happened. Ooh, yeah, I guess I'm ready. <sighs> uh, well, we were watching with our neighbors and we we're sort of paying attention. You know, Chris Rock's up there doing his thing. And uh and then he tells the joke about GI, GI Jane too. And they pan over 
to Will and Jada and Jada's face right away was like, oh, mm-hmm. like that wasn't cool. But Will was laughing. Will laughed. Yep. So then they pan over to Chris Rock. And then all of a sudden, at least for us, our everything kind of stopped. It's almost like it was the Matrix. <laughs> like first it went silent and you see Chris Rock. And then for some reason, whatever, however we were watching it, it like just stopped for a minute. And I'm like, oh, you didn't Are- see the slap. No, we saw this. Um, sorry. So Chris Rock, you see Will Smith and Jada, you go back to Chris Rock and then you hear him say, oh, that was a soft one. That's a soft one. Sort of like playing that right. off. You see Will go up and smack him. But Chris Rock's still kind of laughing. You know, right. Will comes off the stage smirking, I would right. say. Mm-hmm. Not totally pissed, but not laughing, but like this weird face. But then that's when our TV glitched. It just kind of glitched. And I'm like, what is happening? And then um, and then it's just bleeped. And then the camera's on Will Smith yelling, but you don't you can see the lips and you, you don't can know, easily I, read I like, lips. If you can't read lips, you could read lips then. <laughs> and you're reading Lupita Nwanga's face. Oh she was like, <laughs> I mean, trying not to be like mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and then we're like is this real? Like in the moment, is this real? Is this really happening? Is this real? So then we stop it because our friend Steven's in the kitchen cooking. He's like, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Cooking. And we're like, dude, you can't, we're not even going to, we're not going to explain what happened. We're just going to rewind and show it to you. I will hand it over to you guys because then the texts start coming. Well, I immediately texted the both of you. Like, is this real? Do they have real beef? Because I thought the slap. Oh, sorry. I, I thought the slap was planned because I didn't know that there was real contact made. It looked like it happened so fast. It looked like Chris Rock because he was kind of leaning in when Will walked up to him. It looked like he leaned into the slap. And then, like you said, his reaction didn't make me think that it was in malice because he was kind of still like smiling. But then when he started messing up his lines. And he was like, we have a documentary to give out. I mean, an Academy for Best documentary. He couldn't say his lines. And I was, that's when I was like, I think this is real. I, I, I thought they were trying to make a moment, even the cussing. I was like, all right, they're trying to do something different and make some fucking moment go viral and shock people. But I didn't know that the connection was really made. I didn't realize he really slapped him like he really touched him. Yeah, I that was I uh, I was watching it. I saw like it went through all the same things, you know, like just watching it, you know, casually saw this saw him get up there and um, the slap yeah the slap totally looked like a staged a staged thing so i was like oh they're, i was like oh they're doing stage stuff like i was just kind of like oh it's another one of those pre-planned you know you know corny things or whatever and then when he walked away when he walked away and then um they started muting the audio and then I was like, whoa, wait. And then you see Will's face. And then I was like, wait a second. What, like, what is this? That's when I, when, when you saw Will's face and you can read his lips, that's when I'm like, okay, I didn't need to watch this again. So I rewound it. I watched it the whole thing over again. And then I'm like, what, what's, it's the first time in a long time that I've like been proud that I've been watching live television. <laughs> usually I'm like a few minutes behind or whatever. I, and so I went online and thought that I could just do like a Google news and it would be like, like a news 
had already dropped something about it. And it was so in the moment that there was nothing about it yet. And so I started to do like a Google or then that's when I took to Twitter because I'm like, that's when, you know, that's where all the live is. Right. But as I was doing that, that's when I saw Angie's it's when I picked up my phone to go do all my searches is when I saw Angie's text. And I'm like, okay, I'm not the only one that's thinking the same thing here. And then you look in on Twitter and it's like the world has like the world has just imploded. (laughs) It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to say, Char, probably I'm guessing every newsroom, every newsroom was like, was that fucking real? And that's why right. it took like a minute for them to be like, uh, and probably did every everything that everyone else did. They rewound it and were like, fuck. <laughs> and then when you watch the the unedited or um, uncensored version, you're like, oh, that was fucking real. Mm-hmm. Well, and it looked like Will Smith was about to start crying when he was saying, take take my wife's name out of your mouth. It looked like he was like tearing up. And but I know he's an actor, but it was just yeah, it was all very so <laughs> uncomfortable. Um, and then he just, I think when Diddy, I didn't rewind at all because I wanted to watch like okay, what is what is going to happen? Are they going to talk? Are they going to take Will Smith out of there? Are they going to whatever? And then Diddy comes on and lightens the mood. Diddy did a good job, I think. He did a good like, job. You know, we're going to make peace at the party later. You know, and then they show Will. And he's still sitting there and right. he laughs at it. And he's laughing. So then I was like, wait, was it fake then? Because then I think it's fake again because he's still sitting there. If he really hit Chris Rock, why would he still be sitting there? Why would that be allowed? Right. I don't care who it is. So then I think it's fake again. So that's why I was kind of texting you guys like, oh, I think it's hilarious. This is I like the drama. Like, you know, I thought maybe yeah. it, bit, like this ongoing bit. And then it just yeah, going on Twitter and just seeing what was happening. It was like everyone else's reaction to it and everyone else's in that room were the opposite. Everyone's just in that right. room still just praising, applauding, comforting Will Smith. You saw that. You saw how um, afterwards I have to go ahead and commercial I'll, break. And I'll yeah. If you want to keep <laughs> no. So they showed, you know, there were these videos that like dur- during the commercial break after that happened, you see Denzel Washington and Tyler Perry comforting Will Smith and Jada, you know, uh, like, like later Denzel. Oh, was it Bradley Cooper? Bradley. <laughs> so I, when we were watching it, I'm like, where's B Coop? He's from Philly. He should be up there. Like, I feel like it's the Philly thing. Like they got that. And B Coop's a little bit like that. And I found the picture finally. And I posted it. I was like, there he is. I knew B Coop would be there. He's in it. He's mm-hmm. Mr. Philly too. Sorry. Yeah. No, I just, I, it was I all just so. And yeah, that was the thing too, is like what everybody, I feel like, what we what was happening on television was the opposite what that was happening to everybody at home and on social yeah. media right yeah. it's like everybody is just like dude that's not acceptable why is he still there isn't that assault and then but what you're watching on tv is two people laughing along with some and like and the whole room kind of ignoring what just transpired and then comforting him who did the hitting but i think maybe we should also get into why people are sort of i mean rationalizing assault let's say is that that a way to say it um because jada has alopecia and she's been vocal about being very emotional and and just having to deal with i didn't know that so like half of the room maybe our room of four people I don't think anyone knew she actually had I, alopecia. You know what? I, I didn't know that either. 
So well, and I, she looks fucking gorgeous. You know, I mean, I think she was one of the most beautiful. I just didn't know. Like, I didn't know that was a thing. I, I, you don't. Yeah. You don't associate that with some sort of her with that some sort of having some no. sort of sickness. But um, one thing that really pissed me off about that is like people want to pick and choose which comedians to hold accountable for jokes. Yes. Like when Dave Chappelle was talking about trans yep. folks, we were being too sensitive. Yeah. But Chris Rock, you know, says this joke that wasn't even a good joke. Honestly, I think he could have had better jokes, let's be honest. And it was about someone with alopecia. All of a sudden he got what he deserves. But Dave yeah. Chappelle, like, oh, you're being too sensitive. And this just happened. What was that? Months ago, six months ago. Yeah. When, maybe when, last when, fall. This, when his most recent special came out. So that's what pisses me off about about this. Well, one of the things that pisses me off about this whole thing is like you can't pick and choose who gets to be held accountable and who gets what they deserve, depending on the victim. You know, I just, that's what this is. I was going to say that that's the conversation, one of the conversations, because like, luckily enough, we had a therapist in the room. So I'm like, <laughs> what does the therapist think? And I, I love her because she just, she sits with stuff for a minute and she's probably still sitting and thinking about, you know, what all of this means. And that's one of the things that she brought up was like, we don't know in this society and a lot of societies, how to hold people accountable in general. Mm-hmm. It's just not, we don't know how to do that and who's held accountable and how are they held accountable? Um, because now when you think about it, when I was thinking about this, um, you know, our, our friends and people that we love in the, in the comedy industry are just like, fuck, well, now this is normalized by Will Smith Mm -hmm. to go up and punch a comedian in the face while they're on stage. Cool. Mm -hmm. Um, now this is normalized and it's on TV. So, um, yeah, this is, I, we talked about this again last night too. This is an and conversation because there's, it's not a one thing conversation. There's so much onion to peel and what that, and what happened. Um, but yeah, the normalizing of punching people in the face, if you don't like what they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, I, I was thinking about the audience also because what was it an hour later, they're all on their feet applauding him for winning. Yeah. And crying at his speech. And I'm just like, did they just not see what happened half an hour ago? And and it just made me think like maybe because as actors and people in the entertainment industry, they can relate to being dragged by comedians and and how that feels more than they can by being the comedian. So maybe that's why they were able to forgive him so quickly. Or maybe they only showed the actors that were feeling it. And maybe there were other people that were like, fuck this. Isn't this weird? You know, there had to have been people in that audience that were like, I don't know how to feel about this moment, you know, especially by him calling himself a vessel of love and God's fucking prophet or whatever. Like, no, I'm sorry. Well, that was yeah. not godlike. That was no. not godlike. <laughs> I mean, the, it just got creepy. For, what is you it? Crazy dudes for love. love. Crazy things for love. Straight up like abuser talk right out of the fucking book. Like, oh, I do crazy things for love. I didn't mean to hit you. That's abuser talk. And and I just got off of another Zoom call with someone that we all know. And and she was just saying, you know, as a as a black person, black woman living in this world, I understand his pain. And I'm like, he's going through something. We all are. But let's talk about mental health. <laughs> like right. if that that moment wasn't the poster child of people are not OK in this world right now, mm-hmm. I don't know what what is. And I'm like, oh, shit. 
this, he's not okay. No one's mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I don't care if you're sitting in the Academy Academy Awards. He's not okay. This guy who's nominated for best actor, like the biggest award you can ever get as an actor, thought for a moment that he could slap Chris Rock, who's a huge comedian, in the face. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Something's going on. And then when he won, I was like, he has black circles underneath his eyes all of a sudden. <laughs> like he had like gone through it in the whole hour. He'd but been then crying, he, yeah. But then also he was laughing. And I'm like, something is it felt like serious trauma and mental health issues. That's what that felt like. Yeah. And that's what I was alluding to in the beginning of our recording when I said like that room is full of just everybody's just real fucked up emotionally. And it has to do with the industry and also what we've gone through in the past couple of years and just everything, everything. Like it's just a room of some very emotionally fucked up people. I mean, and so is this Zoom room. Let's be honest. We're all emotionally (laughs) fucked up, but it just shows you. It's just like something really not right happened in that moment. And everybody's just sitting there and has to put on their face still has to keep that face and has to give the standing ovation. And it just, it was all, it just sort of tarnished everything. There was and everything that Hollywood stands for. Let's just say it's just. I just, I can't find it of course, but someone tweeted last night and I'm like, yep. Uh, men, something like men, men rather men in the acting field, men, um, would rather win an Academy Award before they seek mental health, hmm. Hmm. mental health help. And I was like, hmm. Well, and we can talk about how he hit a man in defense of his wife, but he doesn't even officially thank her in his speech. His speech was right. all about me. Yeah. I am. I am the protector. I am God's vessel. I am the savior of the fucking world. He he like he didn't even stop for a second to thank his wife for her family showing him strength, whatever it could have been fill in the blank. There could have been a million things he said, but it was all about me, everything he said. So, yeah. Yeah. I was wondering about part of that too, is like um, how much of, of course he had to address, you know, the elephants in the room in some way, shape or form. Right. He couldn't have like just done the speech that he had planned if he had won. And so I'm wondering how much of it he was able to get out. Like, you know, like the, the, the opening line when he was like saying something about Richard Williams, it's like, that could, that could have been part of his original speech. Right. Like that could have sounded like, you know, like that guy was, you know, uh, he, Richard Williams, you know, fought for his family or as a protector of his family. But then it he had to tie the whole thing into this thing that happened. I mean, like, it's just so I don't know. The whole thing is just so mind boggling. And you just you just keep getting you're right. It's like an, it's like an onion. It's just like it just it's like the it just keeps giving, you know, you just all of a sudden you're like. And then um, last night when um, I saw the tweet from the Academy Jayden. Awards. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, Jaden, mm-hmm. too. There's Jaden. Oh, like, God. That's, that's how we do it. And that and that's how we do it. And you're just like, Jesus. I was like, well, that's that's the family. That's what you're raised. In. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, sense. as as you know, personally, we're all learning that like how we're raised is a big deal. And, you know, what happened like in, in the world that you're raised in is a big deal of, you know, how you act as an adult and how you treat people as as you know in your older age 
And um, and yeah, so with that, with the Jaden thing, and then to see the Academy Awards do such a shitty job mm-hmm. of addressing it. Like, I was like, talk about egg on your face for putting a tweet out like that. Like, just don't say anything then. Because like, that you, was just you set yourself pointless. up. You set yourself up for just like the biggest face plant ever with everybody responding to what you, to, to what they just, you know, officially said on social media uh, about the, uh, about the ceremony, about what happened. I was listening to NPR, whatever they're calling, what is the tweet conversations, which I'm loving. It's like clubhouse, but mm-hmm. it's Twitter. And I, anyways, I was listening to their NPR, like arts and cultures, folks talking about all of this. Um, and they were like, if someone said a couple of people said this, if you're in any theater, it doesn't matter where you are. And someone goes up to the stage and punches someone, that person is escorted out. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And the fact that that didn't happen at all, it didn't happen. I'm sure that none of the producers went and talked to him. We haven't seen that. Right. But the fact that that didn't happen is scary. And also it goes to the fact of what Andrew's saying too. It's like, these are just powerful people that will get away with anything. Really? I mean, you didn't say that, Ange, but alluding to the fact of like, doesn't matter if you're Will Smith and you punch someone in the face on stage live during an award show in front of a billion people. You're fine. Mm -hmm. You're okay. Um, And you get applauded an hour later. And you get an ovation. Yes, you get an award. Well, and all these other crazy things happen. Like Venus Williams had a nip slip and that's, and that's just like not even a big deal anymore during well, his speech. So they cut, remember his speech went on for like 20 minutes. Yes. So they, they went to the Oscar screen. Cause I guess he spit or something. And then they oh, were like, yes. And then they were like, cut to the Williams family and Venus had her arm. They Venus and Serena were both wearing the low, like, the low, low cut. Yeah. And her nipple was like slipped. Yeah. So that you if you look, she's kind of like like covering them a little bit. Yeah. And that gets just like now it's it doesn't even matter. I mean, should we even <laughs> talk about him spitting like uh, it was just so much. Uh, and Will I just, Smith is not OK. I'm that's just my. Yeah. Well, he's not. Mm-hmm. He's mentally not OK. Mm-hmm. Does anyone else think that like Jada just holds <laughs> she's just holding all the holds strength. the balls? That's what it's everything I've, I've been seeing a lot of that where it's like basically like he's she's got she's got him around his around her finger because it was like he was fine. And then it took one look at her and she went, that's not cool. And he fucking. <laughs> and that's the thing that's like, that's the reaction that I wanted to see is, you know, like because they cut from, you know, like the the sequences, you know, the two of them then back to Chris Rock and then Will Smith walking up. I want, I was like, there has to be a camera angle that was still on the two of them. Right. That mm-hmm. that shows like there has him, to be him looking over at her. Yeah. I was like, where like, fuck him? Like, and he- and like, <laughs> right. Like her, like rolling her eyes and going, do something about that. Or, you know, or, you know, or give him that look and, you know, him responding to, you know, whatever look, they had you know, whatever moment they had between with each other. Well, th- well, they were saying that they've had beefs with him since 2016 when yeah. he saw that clip when he was yeah. making fun of Jada boycotting the Oscars because it was Oscars so white. And he was like, that's like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. Like you weren't yes. invited in the first place. So they were saying he had they've had beef since then. 
So I don't fucking know, man. Well, also this morning, then I went back to conspiracy, Aaron, and I'm like, first of all, everyone was talking about like this Oscars has been talked about so much because last year's did terribly. So this year they changed a bunch of shit and people, I mean, even I, until I talked to Ange and Ange said she's going to watch it. I actually wasn't, I wasn't planning my day around the Oscars, which I normally do. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start this time. I'm going to do this. I'm like, okay, casually I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. So there was already this whole buildup of how the Oscars are really trying this year, really trying, and they're going to have all these different things happening and da, 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 and, and different stars. And, and some of the people I'm like, I don't even know who they are. I still don't understand Sam. Truth. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, Mend- Sam Mendes, is that who it is? That guy? That's the name of someone. Did he do right. something? <laughs> well, yeah, there was a presenter. I don't know. Oh, he, I don't he's a musician. I oh, have to Sean. Ask. Sean Mendes. Oh, Sean, not Sam. Sorry, everyone. Sean Mendes. I was like, I still don't understand who he is. Um, but so all of these things are happening. And then, of course, you know, they have a black producer and all these things. And then they have the three women. So there's a lot of buildup of how, like, the Oscars is trying to change and appeal to audiences. So I was thinking, man, Chris Rock is 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 on tour now or is about to start a huge comedy tour. Right. So my brain's like he's about to do this. Will Smith um, is winning the Academy Award. And um, God, where did my brain go? It just to me was like, oh, and then the whole red table talks with Jada and that's been a thing for about a year and they've been so like controversial about everything they talk about and talking about their open marriage or not open marriage. I don't, I still don't understand what's happening, but it just seemed like, man, they wanted a moment. The Oscars wanted a moment. Yeah. That's what I, my first, and so I was like, is it is, but would he put it all out on the table like that? Will Smith, like he may not be, people may not want to work with him now. Is it worth it? Right. Anyways, mm-hmm. conspiracy errands back. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Well, the, the the LAPD put out a statement. Yes, like, I could saw that, that be fixed? Could that be a rigged thing? Or is this really from the LAPD? So I don't know what to believe either. But but I do believe that Chris Rock would definitely not press charges. I believe that part. of No. It. But and he hasn't said a word. Where mm-hmm. is he? Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, Oprah's already setting up Montecito. They're going to be there. She's going to she's going to be the interview. Dude, I almost bought tickets to that Chris Rock, the Chris Rock show. Remember I know. I told you, yes. I was like, uh, he's going to be right around right near me. Fuck. Well, I don't know. I My brain's still a little bit conspiracy theory. I mean, I guess everybody wanted this. I bet you everybody's going to tune into late night television tonight in, well, real, yeah. in real time. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like the, it's making it's. It is. It's kind of sucking people into like what's happening in the now until oh, I'll save it for later. But see, it always takes something extreme for conversations to get started. Just like Aaron said, this is an ongoing conversation. So if anything, we can look at the bright side of like now we're going to talk about mental illness. Now we're going to talk about the toxicity of the entertainment industry. And I don't know. And then I was like, has this just been the thing with Will Smith and no one's talking about it? Yeah. Cause I never heard any shit while I was working in the, in, in publicity about him and not that I worked with him, but I haven't heard anything. And I'm like, Oh, was this the secret? I mean, and I, I think that's his, <laughs> and I think that's his, like, I, yeah, I guess that's the general reputation, right? That he's um, a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's right. a nice guy. Yeah. Anyways, 
Anyways, uh, this has been your emergency basic bitch. <laughs> yeah, we, the Oscars. we had to seriously call out the the bitch signal and be like, alert, emergency. Yeah, I mean, I think we all put it out at the same time, yeah, like, basically. Well, I think we just needed to talk because that was a lot. That was real heavy. And then I know both of you were like me, just continuing to look on Twitter. Oh, I was up like, after midnight. Who else? I, t- I texted to both of you like, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to bed because it was and too then much. And did so. for two more hours. <laughs> Well, maybe, but yeah. So if anything, this was also for us just to like convene. <laughs> we didn't even talk about Lady Gaga and Liza Minnelli. Someone, oh someone said at the little gathering, like, oh, Lady Gaga is just really good with old people. <laughs> it's oh, really, I it. I the way got, she was so loving and gentle with her. It was amazing. I she was beautiful. <laughs> but why did they roll out? Literally, why did they roll out Liza Minnelli? It wasn't why? necessary. There was zero. And it's just like, haven't we been through enough? Everything's so stressful. Yeah, and then right they're now. like, here's Liza Minnelli. We don't know what's wrong with her, but here she is in a wheelchair. And you just, haven't seen her in 10 years. Just let her relax and let Lady Gaga pr- yeah, present. And mm-hmm. a lot of trauma. It Oscars. was it was so emotional. Oscars. Yeah. Hashtag Oscar trauma. <laughs> Oscar trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that let's call that. Let's call the episode that this episode that oh. Oscar trauma. All right. So that's it. Take care of yourselves, please, yeah. mentally. You know what? Maybe get off of social media for an hour. Yeah. Go hug Just someone and go take a walk. Look at nature. Have a bowl of pho. And hey, you guys, we're going to have some really great episodes this week. We're very excited about we have the director of Turning Red, Domi Shi, on the show on Wednesday. And then Friday, it's another big whopper. We have the lead cast from the film Everything Everywhere All at Once, as well as the Daniels, who are the director writers of this incredible film, which I hope we see at the Oscars next year. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions. <laughs>